Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Dish, trusted and innovation solution basketball training machines. Check out their revolutionary skill building program at drdishbasketball.com. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, Coach Bree, is in the house. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Coach Bree. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals, Coach Bree. What's up? What's up, sir? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Can't complain. Yes, me too. So I I wanted to get involved with you. You know, I know you're doing your uh, coaching, um, your life coaching as well, your motivational speaking um, through not only just with people but through basketball as well um where did you start off playing ball how about that man i've been playing since i was five actually i've been playing a long time i started competitively um doing travel ball in sixth grade um i played at cleveland high school um out here in california in the san fernando valley and then um, i went and played college ball at cal baptist so cbu out here in riverside california so that's been kind of my journey uh, played a little bit overseas, but I couldn't finish my term out there because I, my, I had tore my knee in college, and it just wasn't bouncing back the way I wanted to. So um, I decided to start coaching at that point. But my playing time, that's that's where I, kind of the journey began for me. Five years old, on the way up. <laughs> okay, right on, right on. So through this basketball journey, you started doing a little bit of motivational speaking, which I think is phenomenal. You know, um, I I love the fact of how you stay positive in life and and you're trying to reach people through the social media because I know that social media sometimes hinders kids growth. You know, I mean, they're they're looking at all the Instagram stuff and the Facebook stuff and in the Snapchats and not all the time is that real, whether they're looking at highlight videos through basketball or they're just watching people post things that are so great in their lives no one's ever posting the negatives you know it's not truly truly genuine and i love the fact that you're always posting stuff with you talking through the camera and getting through people um on a genuine level how's that been going for you oh it's been going really well actually i've been uh truly grateful to just have the opportunity um i just really have always been a person i love to encourage people i love to bring hope and um, just this mental, kind of, it's called mental toughness, really. Um, and that's something I really try to push to the youth and young adults that um, I work with and that I just come across um, their path because I know life gets difficult. And I think sometimes uh, people kind of push their, like, oh, you don't have no idea, you know, you don't have deals. But it's like they deal with so much more nowadays, you know, through social media, um, the peer pressure they have at school. 
um, depression and anxiety is on a whole different level right now. And so um, I really just try to speak to the heart of this generation, um, coming from where they're coming from. You know, I'm not that much older than them, and so I try to come from that place. I've been through some of those things when I was a teenager, um, even as a young adult. And so just being able to go to schools and speak and um, to be able to share my Power of Five YouTube videos um, just with anyone who's willing to hear it. You know, it's not... um, anything specific but it's just more of the fact that i just want people to be encouraged and have just a little bit of belief a little bit of hope and give them a little push just to continue on to the next day you know i think that's just huge for me it's just seeing people win and i want to see people win in life you know and walk in their purpose so that's really what my heart is when i'm serving other people you know that's deep coach i mean I, i i love it i mean as the first time i saw your youtube uh things i was a fan you know, I, I've always been a fan of you coming coming through to Jordans or 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 Ryan Rizuki's uh, skill trainings, and, and you know we get to connect on on that level with not only through the youth program all the way up into high school kids uh, training, and and I've had a nothing but a blast with you. But seeing you take that journey and that faith with God. To me, I love it. You know, it's, I, I, I do the same thing every morning I wake up. I've always thanked God of uh, allowing me to rest, for one. Uh, two, allowing me to wake up um, early to get my daily grind on with my workouts. Because, you know, I, I got to be at work at 7. So I'm usually up about 3.30, 3.45 to get my gym time in. And the one thing that I've learned um, walking through my home, drinking my coffee or my pre-workout, drinking some my daily, my regiment. First off, when I wake up, obviously, I got to go to the bathroom, but I drink about 24 ounces of water and I sit and I usually listen to like a Les Brown, a Zig Ziglar, a Tony Robbins, a Sean Croxton. Um, and Iki Johnson um, and Eric yep. Thomas. I listen to something for about five or ten minutes while I drink that water. Is something positive, something positive yep. out of life because I want to go into my day feeling great, positive, outstanding. You know, almost feeling like, man, I just woke up and I feel like a dog. I'm wagging my tail. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And, and I don't, so I don't want to go through life negative. Life's too short yeah. to be negative. Exactly. So I commend you for that. I, I just love every time I, you post something, it's something positive. Because I know not everything is positive, but you strive to be positive. And I, and I really commend you for that. And I love that about you. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, no no problems. So what... what where did you get your love for basketball? Like, who helped you through that journey? Uh, honestly, uh, my mom put me in, like, you know, the Parker Rec League uh, when I was five. And I tried other sports, like, and other things. Like, I did karate for a while, and I did. Um, I was a dancer as well. Um, definitely didn't like ballet. I was in ballet, and that was not my thing. <laughs> um, you know, I did tap dance and things like that, but basketball really just kind of stuck out to me and kind of once my mom let me try those different things um and she just said okay what do you really want to do what do you love i was like i really love this basketball thing and i just kind of took hold of it and just was took it off from there you know and i just really always was the type of player to work on my game um i never got complacent um i, I always said once i really started getting into it, especially travel ball 
Um, I would play on some of the most competitive teams. And um, I just really was like, hey, my goal is to play in college. And so I did whatever it took. You know, I had a lot of people tell me I couldn't make it. I couldn't do it. Um, and I was able to get a full scholarship uh, to play D1 basketball. So I'm very blessed and very thankful. Uh, I love the game. Like, it's definitely a part of me and who I am. And uh, I use it in everything in my life. You know, I, and that's even how I coach is I teach my players, like, take these things that we learn in basketball to your life. You have to learn to be on time. You know, now on time at work, you don't get fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think I talk about the team of con- you know uh, team concepts. Like, yeah, you may not always get along with your coworker. You may not always get along with your teammate, but you still got to make the vision work. You still got to make sure the vision comes to pass. If your supervisor, your coach, your boss needs you to do something, you got to make sure that job gets done, regardless of what it looks like, what it feels like. You know, and so really just taking those key components and applying it to life, I think, is the big thing. And um, that's really just how I viewed it as I was coming up as a player and now even as a coach so oh no that's huge you know um basketball's taught me all kinds of different life skills what i mean what has it taught you other than the fact of like being on time and working with people that you may not care about or um Mm -hmm. your same vision isn't the same but you got to come together as a team and that's big i mean especially with the hard work what else has it taught you Man, I, I say to persevere. <laughs> you know, it really shows you sports really shows you how strong you are um, mentally and physically. You know, there's times I was like, man, I don't think my body could take another run. But I realized, like, when I put my mind to I could really accomplish anything, you know. Um, and really learning to give 100% of whatever you have, you know, because some days you don't feel good or some days you, you know, you may be sick or you may be hurting, but it's 100% of whatever you do have, you know what I mean? And I think the more you put into something, the more you're going to get out of it. You know, I always looked at basketball as an opportunity and a chance for me to do something I I love, you know, and I always take that mindset even in life, even when, you know, my mom and my grandma passed from cancer and um, even when I tore my knee in my junior year in college and um, even with all the setbacks in my life, I took a mindset of, you know what, it could always be worse. You know, I think about someone who, you know, is on their deathbed or someone who can't get up and walk or someone who has to eat through a feeding tube. I'm like, man, I really don't have room to complain. Yeah, I may be tired. <laughs> yeah, I may be hurting. But it's all about mindset and perspective. I think that's the big thing. And um, when I always approach that, that's what kind of really got me through sports and that really gets me through life because I take that same mindset of it's really how you view something. You can look at something as a negative. You can look at it like, why me? It could be a situation of, man, why do I have to go through this? Why not you, though? You know, why Why are you not the one that maybe you have been chosen to go through that? And I really preach that all the time is that there's purpose for your pain. Wow. And people are, and, and people are attached to your purpose. So you have to be the person that has to embark that journey to teach people that they can do it, too. So now I look at all the trials and tribulations I faced in my life, and I said, I don't ask God why, and I don't get mad anymore. I'm frustrated. I say, you know what, God, thank you. Because clearly you chose me to be able to get through this. So now I can teach people how to get through this. It's a mindset. It's a perspective. And it's just it's a go-getting. Like I'm not. I'm going to be relentless, and I'm not going to quit because there's things i got to get to. There's vision i got to accomplish. There's goals i got to get to. I have dreams, you know, and I think when you keep that why in front of you, you can dominate and do anything. I love that. I mean, Coach, I could drop the mic now and we can just end it. 
But you know what? You're uh, right. Yeah. I mean, because you and I are on the same wavelength. You know, I don't I don't mean to get on on your horse with you, but I like this. You know, I feel the same way. I had I had two back surgeries by the age of 21. You know, I, I was playing basketball at a high level. Um, I was angry at the sport. I was angry at the game. I was angry at God because I did everything right. I didn't felt like I never cheated the game. And then my perspective changed once I had kids and started coaching. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's different. Like, I, I was not put on this planet, I don't think, not only to play it, because I do miss playing every day, and I really do miss playing at a high level. You know, not only having two back surgeries, but now tearing my Achilles tendon. My athleticism has gone down from what it was. <laughs> and that's okay, yeah. because I wake up every day, I'm on my little scooter, and I'm blessed that I can get up. I'm blessed that I can get to the gym and work out. I'm blessed that I can sit in a chair and shoot a jumper or, like, just sit and do a stationary jump shot. or Not even a jump shot, just a stationary shot. Because not, only, <laughs> not everybody can do that. For real, not everybody can yeah. do that. Yeah. Not everybody's yeah. going to want to wake up and want to do that. Right. Yeah. And I want to do that. Like, I wake up and I that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I, I commend you for the way you are. That's beautiful. It's great. You know, um, that's just amazing. I mean, the one thing basketball has taught me is true grit, never to give yeah. up, hardworking. Yeah. And, and that's what I truly love about the sport. And not only that, but the sport has brought me some of the greatest relationships in life. Not only oh, with definitely. my friends... Yeah that I played ball with that I'm still friends with from junior high into high school. Like I'm still chumming it up with them. We talk in NCAA, whether it's via text, whether it's social media, whether it's literally on the phone. Um, But it's brought me to people like you. It's brought me people like Ryan. It's brought me people like Jordan Lolly. It's brought me people like yep. Danny Baker. It's brought me people like Mike Dunn. It's brought me people like Tyler Relf. It's brought me an amazing group of people. And I could never thank this game enough. I mean, I could be on my deathbed, yeah. and I still couldn't thank God in the game of basketball enough. I really couldn't. I don't think I could. Yeah. Well, how do, think, how do yeah. you feel? I no, I agree. I agree. I believe that. Um, I was sharing actually with a group of students a couple weeks ago and I'm like, basketball saved my life because when I, you know, when I wanted to give up on so many things, I was like, no, I can't let my teammates down, you know, and when my, when my grandma died, um, I had torn my knee a few, a few months before that, before my grandma died and I was about to, I was about to get out of college. I was like, man, I I can't do this without her. I can't do this without, why, why does my knee have to get blown out? You know, but I was like, I knew at that time I was a captain on my team, and I couldn't let my team down. You know, I was like, yeah, I can't play. There's a lot of other things I can do. And I was like, I can't give up on my, on my purpose. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't give up on what I know God has called me to do. This, this setback is just coming. It's going to prepare me for a comeback. It wasn't my end destiny. They didn't say I couldn't ever play basketball again. They just said, you got to get it back to, you know, get back to the game and get it strong again. So, um, you know, without basketball, I really believe it, it, it did something for me, even as a coach, because even when my mom died a few years ago, I was still coaching my high school team, and we were just about to be in our season, and I was just like, man, I can't let these girls down. You know, as a high school varsity coach, 
I got these, you know, 14 to 17, 18 year olds looking up to me. I can't let them down, you know, and I, that's something I really take and thank basketball God, you know, my, my, my mom, my grandmother, like it taught me really how to fight and put others before me. It, and basketball's bigger than us, you know, life is bigger than us. There's someone counting on us. And that's something that I remind myself every single day that someone's counting on me to finish this race. Someone's counting on me to get through this journey because they need to have hope and believe that day. Okay. If Coach Bree can do it, you know, if, if another player can do it, I can do this. It doesn't have to end like this. It doesn't have to be like this. Um, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, basketball, if it wasn't for it, I don't know. I don't even know if I'll be here right now. So it definitely it definitely means something to me because, like I said, the like you said, the relationships, I have great relationships with my players. Um, I have great relationships with some of my old former teammates, even people I played against, you know, they still hear me up like, man, Bria, I remember, you know, we had those moments, man, oh, I remember playing against you in, in these games, in this travel ball game, <laughs> you know, and it's just the memories, you know, you could, those are things you can't, you can't get back. The traveling experiences, I've been all over the world to play this, this game and to have this gift and so thankful, so thankful. I was able to get a free education, four years paid for. A lot of people can't say that. No, you know, man, and that's so, awesome. you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a lot of people can't say that I got my degree because of a, a gift and I maximized my opportunity, you know? So I'm very, very thankful to, for the game. You know, the game has been good to me. So, you know, that's why I, I definitely try to share it with the young people and let them know this, this gift can make room for you. You know, if you do it right and you do what you're supposed to do, it can give you some great opportunities. Right. What What do you think are the three pillars of making a great player man I would definitely say one hard work I really believe that and I know a lot of people say that but I, I really think that hard work comes with action you you can't be that player thinking okay if I just watch it on YouTube and just try to put it in the game I'm a great player no like you need to be in the gym you need to be in the gym you gotta get the reps up you can't get bored with it you gotta know that hey, if I give 100% in this and I'm shooting this amount of shots the correct way, not just getting shots up, but shooting the ball the correct way with your elbow, like good form, like doing those little details, I think that changes the game, going 100% in practice, you know, leading by example. So that hard work piece, again, living, that's something I live by because everybody told me I couldn't. And I, I proved not only them wrong, but I proved myself that, hey, but you could. And so um, I already knew people couldn't outwork me. I'm like, you may be more talented than me, but you're not going to outwork me. Ooh, I'm a, I got you. I'm a lucky. I'm a lucky now. I'm a, no, I'm going to be the hardest working player out here. I'm going to lead by example, you know. And so um, that hard work piece, I think, is huge. Um, I think for me, having a, a servant leadership heart, because I believe serving is huge. You're on a team. So, again, that whole perspective of this thing is bigger than you. So I think uh, every player should have a come with a mindset of it's not about my stats. Yes, my stats make a difference. So if that's the mindset of like, man, yeah, I may not have 20 points, but if I can get 15 to 18 rebounds, I'm contributing. If I can get eight assists, I'm contributing. Um, but always being a place to serve. You know, so when, when players are struggling, when teammates are struggling, how can I step alongside them and say, hey, I got you. Come on, what can I do? Let me, let me run this with you. Let me get these push-ups in with you. Hey, let me get you some water first before I get myself water. I think that makes an amazing teammate. And, it, again, it gives you that servant heart in life. 
You know, that's how we should be with other people. We should be thinking about people, helping them, assisting them, especially in struggles and hard times. So um, I think that makes a great player. And um, I would say commitment. I would say commitment because I know a lot of players now, they're so up and down. You know, it's like, oh, I don't feel like going to practice today. Or, oh, I have another, oh, I can't go to my game because I have this. Be committed. Be committed. And if you say you're going to do something, if you start to finish it, yeah, okay, maybe you want to play after that season. But finish your season and finish well. You know, be committed to what you said you're going to start. Be committed, you know, unless, you know, of course, emergency things happen. Like, I'm not talking about those things. I'm just saying just because, oh, I I don't feel like it anymore. Uh, You know, it's just like be committed and, um, you know, stay dedicated to what you said you were going to do. So I think those are three things that really can make a great player. Oh, yeah, I love that. But do you think that the social media um, hinders kids' growth? Yes. <laughs> yes. Can you elaborate? I think they see all the fancy stuff. Oh, for sure. I think they see all the fancy stuff, all the fancy ball handling. All that stuff is cool. You know, it's definitely entertaining. You know, um, but I believe, yes, I do believe the game has changed. Um, but I'm huge on basic sound fundamentals. I believe in basic fundamentals. Um, get the ball in the hoop. You know, how to beat a defender. How to set an effective screen, rolling off the screen. Um, I believe those things are, will always be key things to the game. You know, and I think a lot of kids stay away from that. It's how many times can I dribble the ball between my legs before I even make an attack move? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it looks good. It's like there's so much more than that, you know. And um, I think social media does definitely put a kind of this like kind of action on what basketball is now. Um, you know, every kid now, they see Curry and they think they can shoot these you know, 10 feet off the three-point line threes. And it's like, you don't put the work ethic in to shoot those kind of threes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, I think it does kind of put a, a damper on their game a little bit. But it's okay to study those things. And it's different if you're studying those things and you're studying good habits and you're studying things to add to your game. But, again, there has to be some type of level of work ethic to kind of go on the line there with that. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So, like, in 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 this like with the social media game you know people get really down on themselves whether you know it's through i don't know you could say it's cyberbullying or just down on themselves because they don't see themselves on those highlight reels because you know you, you don't see any of the negative on the social media right so right how how do you get people to get out of that for one and number two mm-hmm. on your emotional roller coaster uh through the journey who helped you get out of that yeah okay um i think the big thing one thing i always tell athletes and just students i work with um in life i say i always tell them stay in your lane i say your journey is your journey i said what the problem is with social media is they sit there comparing oh right. i wish i can do that oh i wish i had that Oh, I wish I had that opportunity. My thing is everybody's journey is different. You know, and I I tell them all the time, you have to learn to be confident enough in your ability. My thing is study your craft, study your craft. How can you make your game better? Stop trying to have this person's game and this person's game. And like I said, there's some pieces you want to bring and add to your game. That's okay. But then you got to work at it. You gotta be, make it make it a strength in your game, um, but I believe, especially nowadays, younger players they're doing a lot of comparison. 
you know, and it's putting them in that, that like you said, that, that phase of, oh, see, I'm not that good. Oh, I'm not as good as that player. Stay in your lane and become the best version of you. Be the best player that you can be. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You worry about, learn from what your teammates are making mistakes on. Like when your coach is saying something, always be learning. That's something I always tell my players. Just because I'm talking to one player doesn't mean I'm not talking to you too. Because this might be something that you can add or, you know, be listening to for your game as well. And so I think when they can stop the comparison, stop the looky loo thing, I always use the analogy of imagine if a track runner or a swimmer was always looking into the people's lanes next to them and not focusing on their lane and their goal, they'll be distracted. And that's the thing, everybody's just so distracted and not focusing on their purpose path and how they can become great in their lane. Um, and I think that's what kind of helped me. Um, I have great coaches, and I think that's a big thing. You know, you see a lot of coaches, you know, everybody has a different coaching style. You know, you have coaches who yell and cuss and scream, and then, you know, some coaches, I've seen some coaches who don't say two words, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think, too, um, that's what really has helped me in my game is I've always – for the most part, had a lot of great coaches that have encouraged me, pushed me. Um, I made to make sure to always be surrounded by great people. You know that I had you know great friends around me. Um, I made sure to be around those positive teammates. Um, I always have always try to have a positive mentor in my life, someone who can give me a different perspective, who's not necessarily living in my bubble of basketball, but they can see it from an outside lens to give me different perspectives, give me something fresh check me when I'm out of line, things like that. So um, that accountability in my life is what I believe has helped me become a better player and a better person, you know. And so um, I think that's huge. I think a lot of the players need to have someone that they can call a mentor, someone that they can have an accountability to to help them. Like I said, not just with their game, but with their character. Because I always say your gift will make room for you. The gift will open doors for you, but your character will keep you there. Ooh, so I like that. Character, like if you got bad character, you're going to lose that position. You're going to lose that spot because not every coach is going to deal with that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, your gift might open that door for you, but that, that character, your integrity will close that door for you. you know what I mean, so um, I think that's really, really huge, and I know that's what has helped me a lot in my journey. Oh, I like that, Coach. Who was your biggest influence in basketball, for one, and what was the best piece of advice a coach ever gave you? Hmm. My biggest influence in basketball, I would say my uh, my middle school coach, um, and also my travel ball coach. Um, I just really felt like they believed me, like believed in me, and they believed in the gift in me. Um, and like I said, middle school is when I really started to get more competitive. Like I said, I played since I was five, but I started doing travel ball in sixth grade. I played on my middle school team, and that was like the real first coach that I could, you know, understand and really talk to uh, was my middle school coach. And just going through that journey with my coaches, then, like I said, they, they didn't play. <laughs> you know, they, they worked us even as middle schoolers. But it brought a level of, like you kind of said, like that grit in me. Like it kind of just put in there like, man, like if I can get through these hard workouts, <laughs> I know the game has to be easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like right, they, right. they really push this. They push it to a whole nother level, mentally, physically. Um, and I feel like that was my first dose of like, man, like, okay, this game is competitive. This is hard, you know, and I believe it kind of showed me that, okay, I could do it. You know, they gave me the tools that I felt like I needed to be successful. 
And like I said, it's just a world of a difference when your coach is believing you. It, right. it, it just does something to you as a player when it's like, man, I know my coach doesn't mind getting me the ball in a clutch opportunity or, man, they make me feel like I can just dominate. You know what I mean? So uh, I would definitely say those uh, my middle school school coach and my travel ball coach really were like my biggest influences because they both were pretty much the same as far as that encouragement, that support, and helping me, you know, improve my game and doing what I need to do. Um, and what was I'm so sorry. What's the second part of your question? Uh, it was uh, the biggest advice you have ever gotten. Yes, a coach that gave it to me, yes. Um, I will say my college coach, um, I'll never forget because I I, I've always been a person, I'm more of an introvert, <laughs> and I kind of like – I only talk when I need to talk, pretty much. I, I'm not that person that wants to, like, raise my hand, like, yeah, I got the answer. I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll just sit. <laughs> um, and I remember one time when I was a captain in college, and my coach had told me, she was like, Bree, your teammates need to hear you more. And my response to her was like, they're not going to listen to me. You know, I was like, you know, I, I saw, you know, how they murmur and all that stuff. Sometimes when she'll say stuff, and I said, I remember telling her, I was like, they're not going to listen to me. And she was like, but you actually have good things to say. She was like, I think if you actually start speaking more and sharing what's in your heart and sharing what's in you, they'll start to listen, and you're actually going to make me more impactful on this team. And that kind of did something to me because, again, it's that belief factor. Like, man, like she clearly wants me to speak up in that leadership role, and she believes in that aspect, but it, it taught me quickly how to get out of my comfort zone. And that's something I really even try to teach now to athletes is nothing good happens in comfort zones. No, you don't I really love know that. what you're fully that. capable of. Yeah, like you really don't know what you're fully capable of until you get out your comfort zone. Oh no, and I, that, I try to that tell my that son that me. all the time. Yeah, and I feel like that really did that for me in that season of my life, and that and that's where I felt like, okay, man, like my words do have power. My words do have influence. Um, I'm more than just leading by example on my skills. There's some things that I know that when I speak, there's some power in that. There's some light in that. And so it really just gave me confidence to start to speak up more and not to be so timid or, you know, having that lack of confidence in that aspect. So that really did a lot of change in my life um, just going forward as a young adult. So, Ooh, I like that. Now, um, who was your favorite player growing up? Definitely growing up with Lisa Leslie because I was around that time when she was, uh, you know, really <laughs> in her prime. <laughs> and so I was just that young player, like, man, I want to be just like that one day, <laughs> you know. Okay. So definitely Lisa Leslie is a player I looked up to. Um, I loved, like, that old school basketball. I loved Magic Johnson. You know, I felt like he was also a great player, so I, I studied a lot of the things. Even though I wasn't playing his positions, but just the way he was sharing a ball and his ability to be able to score. Um, I love players who just make impact, you know, and they get their teammates involved. And so um, in that leadership, you can just see their presence always on the floor. And so yes. that's stuff I always look at when I look at players. So okay. definitely uh, Lisa Leslie. What's your, what was your favorite move to do in a game? Like your favorite go-to move? I would say the power dribble. So like, because at times I was a post player, so just getting that ball. Counting that ball, going up strong, and then I would say the step back. Okay. That was my thing. So stepping back, yeah, I had a little step back game, and then I was very strong. So I did, I did a lot of power moves in the paint. So those are my favorite moves. <laughs> what 
what was not only what was your favorite basketball shoe to play in for one, but number two, since we're both ballers, what was your favorite sneaker just to rock or your favorite MJ shoe ever? Oh wow. My favorite basketball shoe to wear was the Nike Hirachis. Okay. I don't know what it was about those shoes, but they just felt come real flat footed. <laughs> and so those right there just yeah, they they were the best shoes to play in. Like they felt light. I felt like I could run fast. <laughs> you know, they weren't too bulky. <laughs> so that was definitely my favorite shoe, uh, to rock. Um, my favorite Jordan <sighs> man. Mm, mm, mm. I, that's my thing. You got me there because I love I love Jordans. Um, I would say the, I would say the Elevens. Okay, are my favorite okay. right now. You like them patent uh, leathers? I'll say the Elevens. Yeah, I like the Elevens right okay, now. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm feeling those. <laughs> those would probably be my third favorite. My first favorite's okay. got to be the Jordan Threes. Okay, I okay. love the Jordan Threes. I love the. Uh, the 13s, then I would say the 11s. I don't know why okay. that I don't say the 11s as much because I probably own more 11s than any other shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I do love the 3s. But I do love the 11s too. So super sick. What color? Yeah. What colorway? Um, I'm a blue. I love the blue and white ones I just got. So the Ooh. blue and white ones are my favorite right now. That navy blue with that white. With yeah, yeah, cream. yeah. I'm still I'm still working on trying to get the Concord. I'm still trying to get those. Okay. <laughs> what yeah. was okay? So like when you were training and just working out, trying to get better, whether it was conditioning, fitness, uh, working on your jump shot, working on your handles, you know, uh, basketball and hip hop have this marriage. I would say it's almost like basketball is the fifth element of hip hop. Did you listen yeah. to hip hop? And if you did, what was your favorite artist? Mm. Back then, let's see. I'm like I'm young generation, so <laughs> let's see. Trust me, it ain't see, as old as mine. <laughs> see, I'm old school kid though. Like I, I the music then I liked it, but I like it's because I like beats. I really like. I'm a lyrical person. Yes, so I love like I love like I love artists like Nas, Most Def. Yes, uh, I love those steps. Trey Call Quest, yeah, Big L. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm a, like I like lyrics, you know. Um, but I love beats, and so that's why, of course, I love the music in my time. So, like at that time, Fabulous was really popping in my time. Um, you know, Yin Yang Twins, you know, Ludacris. Like those are the big artists when I was growing up, and like probably music I listened to to kind of get me ready for games. <laughs> but lyrically, as far as hip hop, yeah, I'm, I'm a common most deaf. Uh, Nas, yeah, like those are, yeah, that's the kind of genre I kind of love. I love lyrics. Ooh, so. yes, you and I can hang out. <laughs> yes, I, I love the comments. <laughs> now, um, for last, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? No, no, definitely. So, um, my website is www.brianna, B R Y A N A, Williams.org. So, that's my website. You can basically get access to everything that I do. You can book me for speaking engagements. Um, my training is on there, everything. Um, even access to my nonprofit where I work with youth and young adults. We do a mentor- I do a mentorship program with youth and young adults, so all that's on there. Um, and again, that's www.briannabriannawilliams.org. And then um, all my social media is 
at Bree Williams, so B-R-Y Williams underscore B-E-W. Um, so again, Bree Williams underscore B-E-W. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. So, um, and at the end, they just Brianna E. Williams. They can, everybody can find me on YouTube, Brianna E. Williams. Uh, but all that stuff, again, is on my website so that people can access whatever they're looking for on there. Well, great, Coach. I loved it. Thank you so much. You brought crazy heat today. Um, and with I appreciate that, you. Girl, we are out. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the opportunity.